Hey, Thomas here with Not The Pastor. So excited to be able to talk to you today. Want to share with you something that God has just been bringing to my mind a lot this week, something I've been thinking about and something I want to do better about. So want to share with you some thoughts from the book of Ephesians and chapter number five. It's where we've been in our Sunday school class and just what God has been talking to me about this week. When I was younger, I don't know, 19, 20, something like that, I remember it was a Christmas break, maybe Thanksgiving, something like that, but definitely a holiday, and was with a group of people. We went over to elementary school near where we were hanging out, and a bunch of us got together. We were just kicking a soccer ball around. There were some goalposts there. We decided to split up into a... Uh, into like a little scrimmage. And so there were about, I don't know, eight or nine of us, something like that. We split up in four or five aside and just uh, had a good time, right? We were just playing around, just hanging out and having a good time together. That day specifically, I remember vividly there being a giant gopher hole in the middle of where we were playing. And so I'm running by, notice the hole, yell out loud to everyone, hey, watch out, there's a giant hole over here. If you're coming this way, make sure that you don't fall, make sure you don't trip. Not 45 seconds later, maybe a minute tops, I am trotting back down the field, going back the other direction, and put my foot right into that gopher hole. It was incredible. The the irony of the situation, I literally just yelled out. It's one thing, of course, to trip over a hole that you didn't see. It's another thing to trip over a hole that you had forgotten. It's something totally altogether different to have just yelled out, hey, watch out for this hole, and then put your foot directly into the hole that you just claimed and just cried out, hey, watch out. Book of Ephesians in chapter number five says to see then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. I just think that the story there has some really good implications for Ephesians in chapter number five in that verse there, because here's the truth. Circumspectly, it means carefully. It means to, uh, it carries the idea of maybe have your head on a swivel, right? Being looking around, circum, it has the idea of around, right? Speckly, inspect, spectacles, kind of the idea, right? So you kind of understand the, the, the comparison there, but the idea is to carefully, accurately observe, right? It's to be, pay attention, to be careful about. And Paul has been going on through the book of Ephesians. You know, you've been changed by the gospel story. You've been like what Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit have done in your life. It's been an incredible work. This should totally transform and change who you are. This should bring unity in the church because you're a part of this body. It's awesome and it's wonderful. It should change the way that you live your life because you don't belong to an old man anymore. You're not an old person. Your old humanity, old nature has passed away. You're all behold, all things have become new. He says other places. It's just it, there's much that needs to be done. And there's a great change that's been done in our life. But isn't it within all of us to get to a spot where we begin to be casual about the work of the ministry, about the gospel being lived out in our life? And how easy is it for us to go to a spot or get to a spot rather that we don't care as much anymore. And we almost blithely approach 
the world and this life and it, nothing matters much. And Paul spent all of chapter four and the first part of chapter five really de- dealing with the fact that, hey, you're not supposed to live. No, no, no. You don't know. You, you, you're not supposed to walk as other Gentiles walk. You're supposed to be a brand new creature in Christ Jesus. You've not so learned Christ, he says. So instead of lying, tell the truth, right? Instead of stealing, work so that you have to give to them that need. Instead of bitterness and anger and wrath and clamor and evil speaking, let all of that be put away with from you. And instead, be kind and tenderhearted and forgive. Love like Jesus loves, he says at the beginning of chapter 5. D- don't allow this world to dictate how we how love looks in our life. Don't allow lust to be the substitute for God-given and God-approved love. No, no, no. Instead, walk in light, not in darkness. You used to be darkness, but now you're light. And all of this is the way that Paul has been talking about the changed and transformed life that we get to live. Now, we're already new creatures, but sometimes it's easy for us to slide into old habits or old nature ways. We need to be careful about how we walk. We need to be careful. Here's what he says. Be careful because the days are evil. Be careful because the days are evil. Redeeming the time, he says. Be careful. Take advantage of every chance to do what is right. Take advantage of every chance to love like you're supposed to love. Take advantage of every chance to tell the truth. Every chance to give. Every chance to be tenderhearted. Every chance to have compassion. Every chance to to deal with stuff in a way that would be glorifying and honoring to God. Every chance to put away lust and to instead love. Man, take advantage of every chance. You know why? Because the days are evil. Now, a couple of years have gone by since Paul wrote those words, and the days haven't gotten a lot better. No, I, I think that there's there, there's some things that are different, sure, but I'm just telling you that the world hasn't gotten better and better and better, and it's not headed on a trajectory to get better and better and better. In fact... We're probably, Paul believed he was living in the last days, and I don't know if we're living in the last days of the last days, but if Paul thought he was in the last days, certainly we know that these last days, evil and perilous times are here. And so because the days are evil, we have the opportunity to walk, walk, live your life, be careful. This is pleasing to God. That's what the next verse says, right? Understanding what the will of the Lord is, knowing Exactly. This is what God wants from your life, to live a life that is on purpose, carefully making every decision to please God, carefully using every moment to live your life in light of who you really are. You're a child of God. Live like it. It would be sad, silly. It's silly when... We are thinking back to a, a soccer field and calling out, hey, watch out for this hole. Somebody's going to break an ankle, right? And then to turn around and seconds later, literally trip in the hole that you called out. That I wasn't being very careful. And that's silly, right? It's, oh, everyone had a good laugh and everybody was, after we decided I didn't need to go to the hospital for a broken ankle, we all had a good laugh. We all, everybody made fun of the, the one that called out, hey, be careful, watch out. This is not the way you want to be. Be careful over here. It's dangerous. But in our spiritual life, or in life in general, it's not silly. It's devastating 
when one who has been indwelt by the Holy Spirit of God, who has been given the ability, old things are passed away, behold, all things are become new. There's a new life in Christ. We can look at this world, we can look at the way that we used to live, and we can point out to other people, "Ah, don't go that way, don't be this way, don't live like this, it's dangerous over there. Ah, that's That's a terrible direction to go. And it would be awful, it would be terrible for someone to have proclaimed those words to their kids and then get casual in how they're living their life. It would be terrible to go to work, proclaim to the workplace, no, 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 this is different and I'm a different person and I won't go there and I won't do those things and I won't tell those jokes. I'm going to change the way that I'm living my life. And then get casual about the way that we interact. No, he says, be careful. Walk circumspectly. This is not as fools, not silly and senseless, but with the wisdom that God gives. My friend, the encouragement, the thing that's just been kind of rattling around in my mind, there's more about that and there's more that the, the, the passage doesn't end there. It actually goes on to talk about some ways that that is practically lived out. Or sing, speaking to yourselves in songs and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, being generous and giving, all these things, they, they're coming in those following verses. But my friend, can I encourage you? I know it's Christmas time and it's a different maybe maybe doesn't have a lot to do with Christmas. But my friend, can I just encourage you to be careful? Take every advantage that you have this week to follow Jesus. Take every opportunity, take advantage of every opportunity that you have to share the gospel. Take advantage of every chance that you have to show love. Take advantage of every God-given opportunity to forgive, to be kind, to tell the truth, to be generous. My friend, take advantage of the life, the new life that you have in Jesus and walk, live your life carefully. Hope that can be a help to you this week. If you have opportunity to go see family and friends and don't be the guy calls out to everyone else, hey, watch out for the hole over here. It's really dangerous on this side of the field. And then get false flat on their face because they weren't paying attention. Careful about that. Appreciate you. Can't wait to see you guys again in the new year. Till next week, we are not the pastor. Pastor.